0: Hello everybody, my name is Owen, and this is Owen's Gadget Talk for Tuesday, uh, 19th of January 2021. This is Tuesday's episode. Uh, By the time you're probably listening, it's obviously Wednesday, but oh well. We're just trying to do it twice a week. It is not easy, and obviously a lot just comes in between. But, obviously, this is the week past, after CES, after we've seen so much at CES from... Uh, lots of new laptops, to electric cars, to all sorts of gadgets that have come out. And obviously the S21 came out, which is really amazing. And now, uh, obviously, this is kind of the week after CES, there's not much going on. So there's not much going on this coming week, but obviously, you know, tech won't stop. Technology will not really stop for a second. A lot is going on. Uh, Obviously, let's just start straight in about uh, talking about the upcoming ROG Phone. Especially the ROG Phone 4, or as most folks may potentially state the ROG Phone 5, because obviously there is a thing about obviously culture, you know, I mean, obviously, uh, uh, local, I mean, Asian culture is such, not, I don't say it's Asian culture, it's a bit to do with Chinese mythology or something, that 4 is a horrible number, so it's skipped for 5. I mean, it's uh, they, they, so much so that some Chinese brands don't sell phones with the number four on it. Uh, it's Let's just Google this because I'm curious, you know. I mean, give me a second. So actually, this is actually more to do with luck and superstition. Apparently, in China, the number four, if you say it in Chinese as it is, as the number, it essentially means death. So, kind of unlucky. I mean I kinda see why. It's a real thing. <laughs> it's 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 absolutely nuts. Uh, it's I can't believe that's a thing. Um there's even a sentence for this. It's called Tetraphobia. It's a practice of avoiding instances of the digit four. So I'm just saying, Asus is might be practicing a bit of tetraphobia, the more you know. Uh it, it's just ridiculous, man. Um there's literally, they show a picture of an elevator, of a lift, with buttons, and there's no button of four. There's negative one. <laughs> That's insane. Now, obviously, uh, if, uh, well, it's, it is quite thoughtful. In some, obviously, when you speak Chinese, the letter four, when you pronounce four, it also is the same pronunciation as the word death, which is ridiculous, which is interesting. So that makes sense. Um... But I can't, I can't believe that's an actual number, you know, to tetra, tetraphobia, that's a, that's a thing that's like, you know, I mean, I think the last time, I think the last time this, this, this situation before, okay, you can think about the iPhone, if you look at iPhones and their sales in China, uh, the iPhone 4 one didn't sell that much, so was the 4S. Then the 5 came out, and then the iPhone 5, 6, and 7, and 8 came out, and they were best sellers. That speaks a lot about luck and numbers. Oh, well. Uh, and OnePlus did that. I think we never saw a OnePlus 4. We, they just jumped from OnePlus 3, 3T, to 5. 5T, 6, 7, 8, and now we have a 9 coming out. Oh, well, I, if it is really about luck or Asus hoping for greater sales numbers, well, they probably have... A potential hit on their hands. The ROG Phone Five. I'll just say that for better luck. <laughs> uh, the ROG Phone Five will come. Will apparently come with a six thousand milliamp power battery. Again, according to a lot of information coming from lots of sources, really. Uh, there's also the Chinese three C certification listing. That's came out. Obviously, Asus has certified its phone. phone. Uh, according to it, it'll come with sixty watt charging capacity, so it can go at roughly. Uh, twenty three amperes, five volts five watts to twenty volt charging. So in gold, with sixty watts, approximately. Um, let's see. There's nothing much about the battery capacity, but according to them, according to some sources, they're claiming that the RG phone five could come with a six thousand milliamp hour battery. Uh, now. Now those capacities are now are, are realistic if you think of, give or take if you think about it, so we already we kind of know that it'll have a sixty watt fast charging functionality, a six thousand milliamp hour battery, out of the gate. Uh, now early on we we kind of saw it coming. I mean the ROG Phone Five may come with uh, with a may may come with the Snapdragon will probably come with the Snapdragon eight 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 snapdragon triple eight if that's a thing so that's interesting really um in terms of battery capacity it's uh yeah i mean uh, it's good for a gaming phone to come with such fast charging and such a beefy battery when I mean, you play lots of games you play pubg mobile i mean the battery just shrinks in really quick uh no chill you can think about it um but uh, the battery wasn't the only interesting thing that's been leaked out. Also, the back has been shown off. So a Chinese page, a Weibo page, by the name of Weibo Lab, has kind of shown off the back of the uh, ASUS pho- uh, the ROG Phone 5. It was about the ASUS phone that was ridiculous. The ROG Phone 5 now it has a, a slightly. It's still gamery, obviously, but it's a little a little bit inspired by the laptops. But if you look a little closely there's a center there's a little white strip in the center how to describe it, it has all these edges and it is like their laptops but it looks a little cleaner compared to the previous one. It has the triggers on the sides and everything and 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 two or three sensors pretty much on the top It looks edgy design a bit gamery or i would say the m o r p g look realistically because i don't think every gaming product looks like it gaming products if there's one thing you gotta have is RGB, rgb lighting but outside of it i mean nothing much tells that it's a gaming product but if you look closely in the center if you've seen the pictures next to this little center is for those who dare obviously branding in the middle is this little white strip and now there according to some sources uh, it ha- it'll have a little display, so y- you can you know, put pictures, you can run little messages. It has this interesting uh, feature, uh, to say the least. Um, oh, I mean, uh, nothing much has been mentioned here. I think I've seen this. It's 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 more to do with, uh, what is it? Okay, so YLab has written this, that the real camera of the Asus ROG Gaming Phone 4 is here. There's number five on the back, so number four we skipped and called R G five directly. Um, and interestingly enough, it mentions that there could be a sixty-four megapixel camera, uh, camera, and you know, and there's literally a little red button on the side, and that could be a quick start button, apparently a shortcut. Uh, that's interesting. There's a weird thing in the middle, this white little thing. I'm sure it's some. Um, uh, it's it's straight from there. From their phone, it's straight from their laptop uh, from the Zephyrus laptops that are there. And the Asus Zephyr, RG Zephyrus laptops have this unique little uh, matrix display it has you can blast GIFs and GIFs. How do you pronounce GIF? GIF or GIF? Oh well, so this interesting thing has happened. I, let me just play this here. Um, let me just mute this. Alright, so I kind of am right, okay, the video has kind of leaked it out. Oh, so it's a little hands-on video has been leaked to Vibo. It's a really quick video, and it shows that little matrix that there's actually a, a kind of animated display at the back, so it kind of displays messages. And then for a brief second, yeah, oh, uh then there is obviously the almost bezel is display. Okay, there's another interesting thing you've seen from the hands on video. Uh, there is a that there is a um a a bezel-less display which is interesting. So that's another leak for you. Uh and then at the back is that little display. A little always on display. It'll you know show pop up messages and memes and stuff and emojis. That's that's lovely and I think again this is a little similar to what's on the Z- uh, ROG Zephyrus laptop where there's like a, a grid of LEDs that kind of illuminate so the back also illuminate of your phone too like your laptop so pretty aesthetic pretty nice esthetics bit gamery but pretty interesting all in all what do i think um well it's kind of cool that um that the ROG phone 5 as we'll call it here um you know uh, it looks pretty promising and there's a lot of uh and it is absolutely an absolute monster of a phone as always very high performance uh, there's some things that they're doing that are interesting obviously in the in that leaked time hand, the hands-on video they showed like almost bezel display. it's interesting that they're now moving on to having a bezel display which is interesting uh, we didn't see that coming for sure um and um it looks cool frankly it's, it's a little cleaner and nicer, obviously going with the modern. With the rest of the ROG lineup, their laptops look absolutely stunning. I kind of forgot to cover it last week because we got all caught in the S21 hype. But they had the all-new Zephyrus, ROG Zephyrus, and ROG Flow laptops, and it looks stunning. Uh, still have the M O R P G look. As I, I would say the MOBA look, League of Legends look, as if you're playing League of Legends. That kind, but uh, that they've basically put some quite tasteful design I mean it's unique it's supposed to stand out it's a gaming laptop you know you know it'll pump out high frame rates it's got to look funky Uh, it's very stylish Uh, it's not too overblown it's it's elegant and um, and uh, this one's looking promising to be another good good good-looking phone from the looks of it and there's already a and a teaser has been shown off on social media and uh, and the, and basically, it lo- shows off. It, and also, in the it shows the body of the phone as it is, and in the Aries constellation, little stars in the sky, which if you know how the Aries work, thing with works with astrology, you'll know, know that, that that is only around between the twenty first of March and nineteenth of April, which means that this phone could come out in between March and April, so not long from now, a few months from now. So, I mean, time to save up if you're into that kind of stuff. Uh, you Uh d- Definitely a phone to get. I mean, worth, worth the effort? I don't know. I mean, um it's a very fast phone, and you definitely, you should, this is the kind of phone to get on top of, say, the S21 series, that's for sure. Uh, moving on. Alright, when I say there's lots of new stuff coming out all the time, I mean, well, obviously, you'll probably listen to this show to, uh, to catch up with everything going on and to help you understand everything around you. And, uh, well, if you're enjoying this, obviously, don't. if you're listening already on a specific podcast tab, go subscribe. Help your buddy out. You know, help your brother out. Alright? <laughs> oh, well. So... When I say there's obviously new stuff, Qualcomm has made a new high-end chip. Okay, cool. Um, the Snapdragon eight seventy. Uh, there's already the triple eight, which we've talked about, which is interesting. The Snapdragon triple eight, but eight seventy essentially is to is um, the Snapdragon eight seventy is sort of a new high-end chip. It has very high clock speeds. Uh, it has good efficiency. Um, I mean, it's. Uh, it's essentially is another high-end chip but obviously it's a di- total it's a bit of a different beast compared to the triple eight. Triple eight is total sheer high-end performance and then this 870 is just like the uh, perfectly doable kind of high-end chip like it's it's any and every other phones like it, this could probably be on an lg flagship phone if lg wants to put it uh, interestingly um qualcomm is like qualcomm has mentioned that they'll there will be they that you can expect uh, Snapdragon 870 phones from brands like Motorola, OnePlus, Oppo, uh, and Xiaomi, which is interesting. And IQ, which is Vivo's gaming brand, uh, which is interesting. But what's so different about the 870? Because we uh, because aside from the naming schemes, it's getting confusing a bit. Um, so. The compared to triple eight, which has uh, many new cores and processing, it's on it's on all new. It, it has it's on all new die, die manufacturing process. It's on a. It's more. Uh, it's it's. Uh, the triple eight has a more efficient die. You could say, has some newer cores, has lots of extra features, uh, that would make it stand out. You could say. And adds features you could say like uh, Wi-Fi six E and Bluetooth five point two, uh, and an integrated five G chip. the the eight seventy the Snapdragon eight seventy has a one uh, has a single Cortex A seventy seven processor at you get get this three point two gigahertz, which is incredibly fast for an Android phone of its caliber. This is not the newest of the ARM cores. This is one of the again you could say almost last-generation ARM core but it's running at 3.2 gigahertz which is incredibly fast they've clocked it a little quicker because they now know how these a77 cores work along with another along with three regular a77 cores clocked at 2.4 gigahertz and four high almost high efficiency a55 cores at 1.8 gigahertz which is interesting along with a slightly older adreno 8 650 gpu this was again if you look at this these chips, they'll probably be more than good enough for a lot of people out there, along with a hexagon six ninety eight digital signal pr- processor. That's interesting. It's built okay, interestingly enough the eight seventy is built Snapdragon eight seventy has been built on a seven nanometer uh, fabrication versus a five nanometer fabrication. Again, I've been saying about how this is kind of the this would be the decent flagship this would power Decent flagships or mid-range phones, if there, if many of them do come out, uh, and then interestingly, um, it it can do a two hundred megapixel image. It can do sixty-four megapixels with zero shutter lag, twenty-five megapixel dual camera with zero shutter lag. On top of that, um, you can do hybrid autofocus and just noise reduction and. I mean, again, it, again, it would be perfect, and obviously you can still do eight K video capture and eight K video playback, which is interesting. But again, this is where differences start to kick in. You get an external X Qualcomm X fifty five modem that's external, not integrated with the chipset. Uh but still equally fast as the as the one on the triple eight. The one on the triple eight is integrated, so be a bit more efficient straight away, and obviously on the eight seventy, you lose a. You only have Bluetooth five point one and Wi-Fi six only. You don't have the more advanced versions of Bluetooth and Wi-Fi, and you probably lack internal five G, which kind of would be a bit of a bad idea for the battery. Theoretically, I'm sure I I don't know about you, but it seems like uh, it seems like they've this they've probably ended up producing uh, they probably ended up producing excess amount of high end. Uh, well-fabricated high-end processors they probably it's they've probably binned out uh interesting silicon for high-end phones but then 2020 became over so obviously 2020 was an interesting year so obviously uh some folks some brands didn't have the chance to buy a snap-up inventory so they probably ended up making more kind of excess high-end chips and so qualcomm's like okay let's just come up with a brand new uh, processor it's high-end and all but we can add it to other phone, other kinds of phones, uh, almost next to the high-end segment sort of that is there between mid-end and high-end phones. You know, uh, not every, not all brands, not all types of phones need a 888, and so we have this, so the 870. Either, I don't know, either it'd probably be them trying to push out that excess processor inventory that they ended up creating, or probably they wanted to be more competitive with, say, MediaTek and have a more, uh, probably... A wider wealth of options compared to say uh say the competition because you know they're getting aggressive and they're they're getting in that gap between the decent mid-end and high-end trips um honestly i don't know about you but for me this looks like they've kind of created a whole nother processor just to try to get companies to just use it on top compared to, say, whatever MediaTek is offering or whatever other companies are offering that are probably potentially better than better than uh, Qualcomm, you know, because you probably have options. But that's interesting, to say the least. That's interesting, you know, if you think about it. Um, so that was the Snapdragon 870. It'll obviously come out in phones this year, and obviously a whole lot of other sort of mid-end, high-end phones will be there, and will come with this processor which is interesting to say the least but then uh we're not stopping and there's more um there's there's the media tech C 2000 which is expected to come and oh this isn't okay that's actually for so media tech probably has is planning to create some newer chips um and obviously lots of brands will have lot tons and tons of brands will basically have uh the um probably take advantage of those performance bumps um that's interesting mm, is uh is this like a report that kind of leaked out from did again from the weibo cena weibo page uh digital chat station and they claim that um that media tech has some new processes that are coming out now it is mentioned here that there'll be a twelve a, a dimensity one thousand two hundred and a dimensity two thousand. Uh now the twelve hundred is gonna be on a six nanometer will be will be made on a six nanometer node, whereas next year there'll be a dimensity two thousand and that'll have that'll be on the five nanometer core. And more interestingly, the two dimensity two thousand will be the first to have a cortex X core, so we already have the Cortex X1 uh, cores that are like on lots of processors. So, but they'll, but they'll be a successor to it. And by the time they launch it, they will be an X2 next year, so they'll have that in the processor, which is interesting. Again, along with Cortex A79 cores. So, apparently, Diamond C2000 could pretty much be Snapdragon's sorry, Qu- uh, MediaTek's high end chipset. I don't know why I said Snapdragon. Wow, you know, that that's what happens when you think that only Qualcomm can make good processors. But that's interesting. Uh, um, you know, uh, the A79 cores, but the thing is, it, it'd probably, again, expect a slight b- bump in performance from the A78, which is interesting. But that's that, um, really. Um, I mean,. Uh, but I don't have any, I don't know anything to say. But apparently, um, th- again, this has been. This is kind of. This is. This has kind of been leaked out. This information has been leaked out. I, I've got nothing much to say really aside from that. There'll probably be two new processors, and obviously the uh, twelve hundred will be a six nanometer chip, and obviously the two thousand is a five nanometer chip. So that's interesting. Oh, and, and, and they're doing our event, and again, it's for the 20th of January. Uh, it's almost today, pretty much, give or take. By the time you're listening to it, it might have happened today. So uh, we may hear more about these processors, but again, as I said, competition is getting aggressively competitive. Um, There's just so many options out there, and obviously, uh, we're all spoiled for choice now, which is amazing. Um, I mean this is an interesting tidbit that kind of came out so yeah lots of new chips you know they're gonna power all the computing that we're gonna see in the future Mm -hmm. and obviously aside from processors um just a kind of like a little probably i'd say in 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 you could say a segment little heads up you could say um Samsung is dropping its A thirty two. This is basically a new five G affordable five G phone that's come out. the The Galaxy A thirty two five G. More interestingly, um, I mean, if you think about it, uh, it is it's gonna be one of the cheapest five G phones to buy in in the U K or in Europe, pretty much. By the time you run out to buy one, because the A thirty two five G. We'll set you back two We'll basically set you back two hundred and fifty pounds when it becomes available on the uh, nineteenth of February in, in in England. So it'll be the cheapest uh, two fifty quid. You can get. It'll be the cheapest five G phone in Blightly, So that's pretty. That's mental, as 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 all my as all my listeners would say. Uh, 250 quid for a 5G phone. Who knew we were going to get this quickly to the, to this, and again, from Samsung, which is, I think, impressive. What do you get with the A32 5G? Again, 250 quid gets you, uh, a, a, a phone with roughly, um, the size, I don't know, one minute, mm, I mean, I gotta, I gotta think of all this, that's, that's annoying, but oh well, um, where did we go? All right, so two fifty quid, you get 6.5 inch, uh, IPS display, seven twenty p resolution, uh, a Dimensity seven twenty, uh, MediaTek Dimensity seven twenty processor with built-in with five G that's built in built right in, uh, that's on seven nanometer processor, uh, you get AC Wi Fi, Bluetooth 5 USB C, um, uh, what else really? um you get 5g out of the gate um what else uh you get four gigabytes of ram six gb gigabytes of storage as standard you can get a micro sd card compared to obviously the s21 the s21 that's a whole other league that doesn't have a micro sd card obviously um if you have a buy an s21 you'll buy it with the perfect amount of storage Oh well, uh, you get a 48 megapixel camera on the back and obviously an 8 megapixel ultra wide, 5 megapixel macro and a 2 megapixel uh, depth sensor and it has this kind of flat glass back which is interesting with like the cameras not popping out that much. It'll basically, again, this is interesting as it'll be one of the cheapest 5G phones around uh, for some folks because, uh, you know, 5G's yet to go down price which is interesting. Um I mean it's kind of impressive what you're getting here for them for your money i mean uh impressive set of functions oh and I, I've forgotten you get fifteen watt fast charging and five thousand milliamp per battery, which is interesting again, all this for two hundred and fifty pounds british uh and roughly two hundred and eighty euros for the same storage config. If you live in Europe, you can get you can get pay 20 euros extra and get double the storage, which is interesting. So that's that. On top of it, obviously, Samsung's obviously going to be releasing other uh, two other affordable phones too, the A12 and the a zero two S. 02s um, and they'll be obviously much much cheaper, and um, you know, uh, and uh, you get value, real value for money here. Um... I believe, okay, the A12 is available now, you can go and buy it from a store nearby, Uh, and the A02S will be available in the coming weeks, as is selling from GSM Arena. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting what we have here, uh, pretty much, I mean, given what's happening, the technology, so, you know, 5G is becoming more affordable, and I think that's the, that's the powerful aspect here, you know, so, yeah. So yeah, while we're talking about, while we, we've already talked about cheap 5G phones and all that kind of stuff, um, well, space, We let's talk about another frontier, probably the final frontier of humanity that we've yet to conquer. Space, or more specifically, launching stuff into space, because apparently it's a very difficult and expensive uh, process. Obviously, we all know SpaceX uh, basically has been doing re- reusable rockets, launching rockets into the sky, and that kind of stuff, and now uh, Richard Branson's Virgin uh, Orbit has done this, and it's pretty impressive what what, what this is. Um, so this is an entity, Virgin Orbit. Obviously, it's related to Virgin Galactic, I mean, and the idea is they use a very similar sort of technology that Virgin Galactic kind of invented when they obviously for their for their space flights. Uh, into 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 deep space so they have like this little plane that kind of between there are like three planes and then there's a, and then there's like one in the middle and so that drops off and goes straight into space and then it reaches space and you basically get to see the rest of the world and then from there it just you know, and then it just uh, flies back down to earth so it's like a space flight and that's kind of interesting uh, but now obviously uh, this is a new attempt, a new idea, concept that they're doing is to launch satellites into space, essentially with like a rocket, but they drop off a plane. So, interestingly enough, um, it's so essentially Virgin Orbit, obviously, is a sort of a sister concern of Virgin Galactic, you can say. Uh, now they've succeeded with this uh, with this experiment, essentially. So they basically are carrying a bunch of satellites from from. Uh, from NASA, so NASA's um, what is it here? It's a really long article about 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 the flights. Um, you know, uh, I don't know what satellite. And this this was to do with NASA's satellites. So yeah, we we're trying to deliver something for NASA, and it kind of worked. Uh, essentially, this happened on. This happened on Sunday morning, um, where oh, it ha- it happened three days, almost two to three days back, two days back kind of. So they already, uh, so it's successful. It's it's worked, but it's, the technology is interesting. So essentially, they have a seven forty seven that they've had from a they've had a seven forty seven. They've retrofit retrofitted it uh, with 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 a rocket underneath its wings and the idea is that it sort of ignites uh and then then the rocket is is few is is literally propelled straight into uh, into straight into the straight into low earth orbit low earth orbit oh god i've really kind of been losing my words uh then Propels into low Earth orbit, and then goes further, and then obviously the rocket's launched, and then the satellites is deployed and stuff. It's kind of interesting, um, and so essentially this is to carry ten small satellites into space. So that's interesting, um, you know. And the fact that this test succeeded compared to the previous one—they actually did a early test, but it did not work. Um, but apparently there was a problem with the liquid oxygen fuel it's kind of interesting it's quite fascinating now compared to obviously uh compared to uh, let's just say compared to SpaceX or Blue Origin or other uh launchers or this these kinds of space companies Virgin Orbit's technique is unique because it's literally plopping a little rocket a rocket full of satellites under a plane and then launching it from a from from a plane in a thousand fifty thousand miles in this fifty thousand feet above fifty thousand feet, thousands of feet above Earth, and that little rocket going up into space it cuts down a lot of cost because obviously, getting a getting a getting a getting a rocket to go all the way up into space far into space is a lot is a huge investment, and there's a, there's a lot of money involved. And These guys are coming here trying to bring it bring the cost all the way down. Uh, interestingly, you don't. I mean, you don't need th- that much pro- propulsion. The, I mean, the the rocket would probably have enough propulsion to just get straight into deep space, into far into space, to basically to have satellites, kind of to uh, put satellites in space. Which is interesting. It's uh, it's kind of interesting. And this worked for them, so so it could be pro. It could be profitable if you think about it. So what Virgin Orbit have done here? Apparently, Virgin Orbit is actually spun off. Has actually been is actually uh, uh, this company Virgin Orbit is is spin has been spun off from Virgin Galactic, which is and inside Virgin Galactic have been working on this kind of technology to do, uh, and this is it's actually a whole name for this. This is a. Uh, this basically is called, and I have it up here, Air Launch to Orbit Technology, which is interesting, Air Orbit to Launch Technology, and again, it actually is inspired by Virgin Galactic's uh, technique to obviously shoot off uh, little, uh, little spaceships uh, spaceships to carry tourists, uh, that's their eventual business model in the future eventually, um, and that's, and that's interesting, to say the least. And now this is their one of the first. This is the first launch that it did, that that actually worked. And now, uh, which and and this actually carried a whole lot of little satellites. Uh, apparently, a bunch of cubesats that'll help do some scientific research for universities and stuff. And I think that's really awesome. And technology wise, this would probably help uh, make rocket technology more accessible. You could say so. That's interesting. And more than everything. This is this suitable for small payloads and stuff, which could again bring the down the cost of doing such stuff. Uh, The 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 plane in question they've used or the rocket they've used, Launcher One, is designed to launch a three hundred kilogram payload uh, to a to a five hundred kilometer sun synchronous orbit. So, be perfect for small payloads and CubeSats. Uh, That's actually a thing so that's interesting so just you know i could just drop off and go straight into space at full speed which is kind of interesting again th- there is obviously the economic i'd seen the economic advantages spaces is kind of spacex have revolutionized the reusable rocket thing, of Beijing, which is interesting um and then obviously there's not much uh there's not m- there are not many projects uh, th- i mean it's being developed the technology the only the this version obviously and there's another entity that has figured out this technology pretty much and then the other com, and obviously there are lots of other uh researchers and in- institutions that are working on trying to create um air air launch to orbit technology and it's quite interesting um because and also I, I can say is there's the thrust element you won't have to do much effort to push them push the uh, push the planes into orbit because you you would have to you just need to put a powerful rocket and off they go uh so yeah i mean this looks exciting this looks truly popular. they figured that they've this worked this they have one experiment and it worked and that's interesting so yeah i mean it's successful really and on top of that uh was let's just you know what let's just talk about let's just, just go through a bit of car news because why not really uh, first of all, uh, Rivian have raised two point six five billion dollars, uh, and this funding round was led by T Rowe Price and Amazon's Cl- Climate Pledge Fund, that ha- that uh, the Amazon started to obviously help with the environment and climate change and stuff. Fidelity and Quit which... caught you that's interesting. And D One Capital Partners have invested roughly two point six five billion dollars and this was on already on top of two billion dollars they raised six months back and a year back they raised a billion so that's give or take that's now they've have more than eight billion dollars raised pretty much and probably probably have used a bit of it in the bank and that's interesting pretty much um, I mean uh, obviously the interesting fact that Ravine hasn't really shipped out uh, two of their more well-known vehicles and obviously other of design vehicles that have planned with Ford and say Amazon have yet to come out uh, and, and then the main and then the main pickup truck and SUV is again it was supposed to come last year I believe but it's got delayed to next year which is 2021 this year pretty much hopefully they do bring out the two very famous cars this year I think I'd probably I mean, again their SUV is really worth looking at it is quite beefy and quite powerful um um uh, to say the least. And it's interesting that they've raised this much VC funding compared to other EV startups that have decided to essentially run out and uh, go public to get a lot of the money that Tesla's been getting. And Tesla's hit the S&P 500 uh, index and it's getting more and more capital right there and that's interesting to say the least. Um, it's, just, it's just wonderful really. Um, you know, um, And on top of that, more a more crazier situation that's happened or really a, a slight a slight twist of events you can say for people who believe this was about to happen uh audi and bmw are ending their subs car subscription services um interestingly enough uh because uh and audi Audi's mentioning audi kind of did not talk further they were like they're ending their car subscription offering on the 31st of january whereas uh, BMW's own offering has been is getting discontinued for apparently they're making another the next iteration of their of their service, and um, on top of that, obviously other car makers have have had some of them have had uh, have had really well successful subscription offerings, and others have had really horrible ones. Now, obviously, there's the pandemic that's kind of pushed people to not really need to. You know, run out and rent cars and use them a lot. But also, there's the, there's the still the real issues of just sharing cars and renting them out. Uh, it's not that easy as people may think. It's it's quite difficult and it's not for everyone. And the technology's not there yet. Um, you know, so that's interesting. um I mean, uh, so there goes the theory that you know the future where cars will essentially be rented and shared, and uh, we'll get there. But but it'll not. It's not now. It'll be later down the road, which is just interesting, to say the least. Uh, so, yeah. And finally, uh, the AirPods Max. Uh, we've talked about a few weeks back about the AirPods Max. More interesting is is the fact that um, is iFixit have sort of released their teardown, have done the teardown of the AirPods Max. And they've given it a uh, a roughly, uh, a 6 out of 10 for repairability. A bit more repairable than the AirPods, which is just ridiculous, frankly. I can't believe that, uh, they're, <laughs> I, I can't believe that these things are a bit more repairable now that they're obviously starting to have some, a little bit of, a little bit of their own issues, like, uh, the, the water coming into the air cups. It'll be a bit easy to fix, kind of, uh, which is interesting. So... Uh, intru- so some good points that I've mentioned iFix have kinda mentioned why it's a bit more repairable than say regular AirPods is that air cushions obviously are attached in with magnets. What else? Um that uh, the whole the device essentially's been put together, it's is all screwed in with uh, lots of bits and bits and bobs of the entire AirPods Max have essentially are assembled with uh with uh uh, screws instead of glue which is cool and more interesting is the headband hinge the overall headband and apparently this is the shocking part that I think nobody saw it coming and that is that uh, you could change out the headband just by opening by basically placing the headband just uh, on its back so sort of regularly like with the can- ear cans up Upwards, resting, and basically taking out the air can, ear cups, and then taking a SIM ejector tool when you get your iPhone, poking a little hole, and the headband essentially just ejects literally. It's just it's nuts. Um, I don't know where it went. Uh, where is it? For the video. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. Uh, you know, it, again, it's typical Apple design. Just, a lot of things have been genius about the AirPods Max. This one's been just insane. Um, you know. Let's see. Where would they show this part off? Let's see. Um. Alright, we gotta, we gotta find it. It's just a whole review back and forth. Let's. I might be adding a bit of time, but I'm just kind of looking at... Oh, there it is. So, yeah. And so you push the little bit and it just goes off. So that's, that's interesting. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's interesting. So, so just for context, I th- uh, a Chinese, some Chinese channel, Prelook, look um, kind of mentioned it in the review of the AirPods Max. And the iFixit guide has now uh, mentioned it in full. And obviously mention it in writing. Here's a trick and the best part. Despite the joint's complexity, you can detach it, detach the entire headband from AirPods Max with just a SIM card removal tool or a paper clip without even opening the air cup. When fully assembled, a little poke in just the right place compresses the two tiny springs inside the joint, freezing the clamp that secures the headband. Now, that's kind of interesting. I mean, I mean... Uh, uh, so it's kind of in—it's crazy, right? That Apple could offer interchangeable headbands. That's that's just crazy. Um, I mean, uh, apparently they had this planned out originally when designing the AirPods Max that all users could be able to change the headbands easily, and um, uh, and and all that kind of stuff. But obviously they didn't really bring a point for offering interchangeable ear pads because obviously that could uh slow down production and now they've left it out and now the the airpods max have come out They probably might offer it in the future but it is interesting that offering a interchangeable headband uh for them and then when you actually take the whole thing out uh there's like little like a tiny lightning port uh someone showed it mentioned it where was it? Oh that was so cute someone tweeted it, was, it looks cutesy little uh, lightning plug. Um, this is quite fascinating what we see here with Apple that they've managed to pack they offer this little feature. They I'm sure they want custom they want p- quite folks to personalize their AirPods Max like quite the way that they do with the Apple Watches It's a way to do it. Obviously there's obviously the cases you can stosh it away when you don't need it or you can do the airpads. There's obviously a market for customization. Obviously, more people have these devices, and then obviously there are folks who will obviously uh, customize them to their liking. Um, I mean, it's really cool that you—it's c- that easy to repair. Uh, what do you think? I mean, let me know. As I said, all right. I mean, that was the of Max, really. I mean, you could change out the headband. Woohoo! What do you think? Everything you've heard today so far. Let me know. Uh, on. Let me know on. Instagram and Twitter, let me know in both places. I'm at underscore said__99. Uh, if you like the show, don't forget to subscribe to it. Uh, tell your friends about it. Or share it to your friends and family if you can. Um, probably, no, you don't, but don't forget to share your friends and family. Alright, uh, till Thursday, this is your boy, Mountain signing out. Uh, have a lovely day. Peace, and I'll see you in the next episode. Till then, uh, take care. Stay at home if you can. Ciao.